Welcome to Coffee Confessions with Cody and Felicia. Hey guys, happy belated. I don't know if it's belated or belated. I don't know. Yeah, I always have trouble with that word too. <laughs> I think it's belated, right? Belated? I don't know. Anyways, yeah, I think happy it's Easter. <laughs> exactly, yes. That's what I'm trying to get across. Happy Easter yesterday. Right. We hope everybody had a great Easter. Felicia and I were actually just talking about how it kind of felt weird like in the sense because I mean while we had live stream churches we didn't have like our normal routine and obviously if you've been listening to us this long you know that we both are creatures of habit and we thrive off of our routine so not even having the traditional uh, Easter routine really felt kind of odd yesterday so we wanted to come on and talk about our faith with you guys this week so yeah we like the whole catchy name and everything too hop <laughs> hop to hope that's right we're catchy <laughs> but anyways if um you've been listening for any of time you know we are a believer um we believe pretty much the same or rather close to the same thing um when did like what made you believe in like did you grow up in church like no okay so i actually no <laughs> Yeah, like I, I, how do I word this without, well, I'm just going to say it bluntly. Like I grew up where it was almost kind of like taboo. So like my siblings and I um, come from, we're a blended family. Like they're my half siblings. So we all have the same mom, but we have different dads. So um, my dad is actually like an atheist without saying that he's an atheist. Uh, He just does not believe in God and, um, he had a really traumatic upbringing. So I kind of understand why. So, but so with him, he is very, was very like antichrist. And and I, with my mom, it just was not something we talked about. And I think that's probably because my mom's family was very like pushy with their religion and she didn't believe in their religion. So we just kind of like, we just didn't like, I mean, like, I really, (laughs) it's almost embarrassing now to be a believer and know that I, to this day, there's still a lot about the Bible that I don't know or don't even understand, honestly. But I just know that like I have a calling in my heart to follow Jesus and I'm really the only one in my family and like my intermediate circle of family who actually is a firm believer in Jesus Christ and goes to church and, you know, I try, I mean, I'm not the perfect Christian by any means, but I try to you know, follow his word and whatnot. But yeah, growing up, I, it was almost like all or nothing. And I just didn't, I was, it was not something I was taught. <clears throat> I didn't pray growing up. I didn't, it was just really nothing. Like I didn't, it was just not in our household and not in with my mom, like not in a bad way. It just was not something that I think she was raised in. So then she didn't think to raise her kids with it. So what about you? Well, mine's the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> um, my, so it kind of has like a big back history though. My dad was, um, you know, he had his run-ins with the law. And so um, like he found, my dad might get mad at me later for saying this, but basically he found Jesus in a prison cell. So um, my dad like really was, I don't know really how to say it. Like he read the Bible and like, 
he believed what he believed you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. and that's like not I don't want to say like he pushed on us like we're Christians and everything and that's what like he followed you know so that's right. what he like there's all these other religions and he was like no like this is what I know to for the Bible to say and this is like what me and my family are going to do. So I was really yeah, like that scripture was like, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Yeah. Like, that and was it was probably just like his. He read, right. Cause like I said, he right. found Jesus in a prison cell. And so like what he read straight from the Bible is like what he knew and believed to be true. And so, mm-hmm. and it is like, I'm not saying that in a bad way, but I'm just saying like, um, that's kind of what we followed. And so we, I was raised in a Christian home. <laughs> my mom comes from a Catholic family. Um, and so that was different. Like we would go to my mom's side and they'd be like, oh, let's go to mass. And I was like, what? Oh my gosh. I went to one mass service with my uh, stepmom. She was Catholic. And then, uh, yeah, that was like a lot of up, down, up, down. I mean, and, like, like I, nothing. And then like repeating, repeating, like, I, I'm just like, it was a, it was exercise like physically and mentally. Cause I was like, how do you guys know when to answer his prompts and stuff like that? So. Like, nothing against the Catholic religion, but y'all, those services were so long. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It was very long. I'm like, how many times are we going to say this? (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, so I was raised in a Christian home, and my dad would attend, like, he would go to a church, and if it was along the lines of, like, his faith and his beliefs, that's what we attended. And then if they started, like, if they changed pastors or whatever and started to change, um, then he would leave the church and go somewhere else that's kind of how I am now honestly (laughs) yeah so that's kind of like um and my husband was raised in a Christian home too his dad was a pastor so a little bit like deeper I guess it goes a little deeper over there but um we were both raised in Christian homes and so that's kind of what we like the not tradition I don't want to say tradition because like we have our own beliefs and stuff um my I think all of my siblings I have six Um, I'm pretty sure like all of them believe they're all believers. Um, they just might not act it at times. (laughs) Yeah. So they're all believers, but I think my sister and I, um, are really like the only ones who, um, like are a firm believer. Actively like, yeah. yeah, Or like actively pursue a relationship. Cause I feel like it's more than, you know, like it goes down to like, like more than believing at at a point you have to like accept like yes this happened yes I give my heart to Jesus Christ and you know what I mean but then you have to like form a relationship because that's what I mean like yeah my whole my all of my siblings are believers my parents still believe and they you know strong very strong um Christians but all of my siblings are believers but I think me and my sister are really the ones who have like an a closer relationship with the Lord I know my older brother he goes back and forth in between church. And then I think my um, second oldest brother um, was attending church here and there. But me and my family attend faithfully and, well, until recently. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thanks a lot, Corona. <laughs> um, I'll never skip a Sunday again. <laughs> and I know when we moved here, it was kind of hard for us to um, find a church. You know, for me, um, for me, faith is something that is very important to me. I've seen it. Like, I've seen so many different aspects. Like I said, growing up, we, you know, went from church to church, not church to church. We were in churches for quite a while, but once they changed pastors, we kind of would change the church. Um, so faith for me is like that one-on-one as much as I love the church and I know you should be in church, like church is great. Um, like faith for me is that one-on-one relationship with him. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's it's just something for me that like I don't want to go to a church just to go to church I want to go to a church to you know like 
the community. Yeah, like feel led to go there, feel like I'm learning something, feel like, you know, my faith and my walk with Jesus is getting stronger and growing closer. Like, I don't want to just go to a church just to go. And I know a lot of people are like, you just need to be in a church. And I'm like, yeah, no. like, a, like it's a routine, like a check off your list. On yeah, Sunday. exactly. Like, no, and that's yeah. one thing that I tell Mark all the time. Like, I'm not going to just go to a church to go to a church. Like, that's just not not what I'm going to go for. You know what I'm saying? And right, that's not what yeah. I want my kids to go for. Like, if we're not going to, like, learn and grow, then there's no point in going. And I can learn just as much from my Bible at home, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, um like in a sense, like grow. I'm I'm actually really happy that I grew up the way I did. Versus, like, I wish I would have been taught a little bit more. But I mean, I understand. Like, I <clears throat> at the same time, I'm I'm kind of happy that, you know, I wasn't forced into some like into it because I know a lot of people. Like, when I moved to North Carolina, like it's the South, so it's and it's also the Bible Belt. So, well, not really <laughs> the Bible Belt, but you know what I mean, like. I mean, there's a big difference between, like, church in the South and church in Arizona. You know what I mean? Yeah. And also, like, the religions are much different. There's a – it's Arizona is very Mormon-based faith, and that was what my family was. And it's just not something that I um, felt like I was called towards that religion just because of – I just don't agree with some of their practices. But um, I'm glad that my mom never forced anything on me because now I feel like I have a more pure relationship with God because I was – I was able to find it on my own, you know, versus like, you know, when I moved here and I met friends and stuff and, you know, their parents would like force them to go to church and stuff with them on Sunday. And you could just see how like ungenuine, I think it it was just like, like, I think in their hearts that they knew like that they loved Jesus and and they wanted to follow him, but also they felt like, I don't want to be at church and, you know, resentful towards their parents for going. So I'm glad that like I was raised that way and that my mom you know was like she I mean she doesn't she can't tell you much about the bible just like honestly I can't either but I just know like like you are saying like my relationship with God is strictly personal and I don't need to share it with anybody else but myself and God so I don't need the four walls of a church like church is nice it's like I love going to church for worship because I just love loud music and so the church that I go to is it has that it has like the stage presence and the the loud music and the pastor's funny and I feel like I'm learning something like you said but you know like I I'm the same way like if I'm not learning and I don't feel welcome or I feel like an outside like an outsider because I don't know a lot like I will recluse and I will just come home and you know I, it's too easy to follow like pastors on Instagram like Stephen Furtick and you know and download um worship music and just have my relationship with God like I've had on my own for so many years you know so yeah. I agree totally that yeah that's church my big doesn't thing. have to be at church I think that is like that is this is that's a very big thing for me is like I said when we you know when my dad felt like um, a pastor wasn't like I don't want to say like agreeing with his faith kind of, you know, like it it wasn't really matching what his faith was. Like my dad was literally like they weren't meshing. Yeah. Yeah. Like my dad would pull from that church and he would, like I said, like he'd rather read his Bible and study and teach his family than like be in somewhere that he doesn't feel like he's growing or learning or that it's teaching him what he, you know, like, like, I don't know. So that's kind of like something that I am very thankful for. Like, my parents made sure we were in church and yeah, sometimes it could get annoying, but also we're like teenagers, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but exactly. I'm like super grateful because 
I know, like, I've seen the things that Jesus can do, not just for, like, my, me and my family, but, like, as a kid and, like, just, I don't know, like, growing up, like, you might not see so much of it as a kid, but when you're an adult and you're, like, looking back, yeah. you're, like, whoa. <laughs> like, there yeah. were times yeah. it was, like, whoa. And even now, like, there's times I'm just, like, thank the Lord. Yeah. yeah. And so I am a very, like, my – my biggest thing like if you can say like my biggest belief is like my relationship between me and Jesus is between me and Jesus and me and my sister will talk about it like to this day like who don't like I know you you hear that a lot right like don't judge like who are you to judge but that's like super big for me like who are you to judge like you know some people believe in wearing pants and some people believe in wearing dresses and different things and I'm like if you want to do that that's great for you and that's between you and the Lord but like this is between me and my God. Like, right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so that's- well, and like one of my favorite, you know, when I started to learn like verses in the Bible, I, I had learned this um, verse years ago and it said, uh, it was like, it's from Romans. I think it's 23 and five or something like that. But it says um, for all have sinned and fall short of the, like, the I can't, glory like, of, of course, yeah, the glory of God. <laughs> I got you. So, I'm like, like I wanted that tattooed on my arm because I felt like that, like exactly what you're saying. Like you can't judge me because you have fallen short of God's glory the same way I have. So like, don't come at me. Well, there's because... multiple, like I've, like I'm, I'm telling you, I was raised in it. So like I, I've read my Bible from front to back <laughs> because I was told to honestly, for the right, first yeah. time. but there's so many stories in the Bible where Jesus is literally like, you know, parables, right? Where he's telling his right. stories. And um, there's one that always like stands out to me. And he basically, I might not get it spot on, but he's basically tells somebody like, how can you judge somebody for like the moat in their eye when you have like one, in, like the sty in their eye and you have like a moat in yours, right? So how can you right. judge somebody for the speck of sin that they have when you have something like your sin is like even like greater or bigger, bigger or yeah, whatever. Yeah. I'm not, if you want to compare stones, like almost, yeah, like yeah. you can't compare yeah. when you are not like. Well, yeah, and know. a sin is a sin. It doesn't matter what it is. That was one thing that like I had to learn as you know coming into faith is like I felt almost unworthy because there are things in my past that you know are obviously sins, and while I've asked for forgiveness for those sins like I still felt almost unworthy or like nervous because I was you know one I'm still learning and two I you know I know that they are big deals and um you know one thing I had to learn was like you can't a sin is a sin it doesn't matter if you said if you I don't know got drunk like sloppy drunk or something or if you you know had an affair like not saying that I had an affair (laughs) but just saying like that those are two things that you know obviously the bible speaks on and like it doesn't matter a sin is a sin it does not matter so you cannot cast judgment on anybody for anything because if your sin is the size of a like a grain of sand and my sin is the size of a boulder and jesus's eyes like they're either both the grain of sand or they're both the boulder like yeah, there's exactly. no there's no you know comparison and in, in yeah like so. whether you murdered or you lied or you stole or yeah. you, any of that it's all the same and I think that's something big and it's not even necessarily like comparing sins I'm like just don't I am trying I'm not over here like you know F you Christian of the year like, yeah or anything like that I'm you know I'm trying and I am like walking towards 
you know, like the best of my abilities, like following what I can believe, you know, and, you know, like I'm, I'm learning for it for myself. So like, who are you to judge me? Because, oh, I might not be 100% yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah. Who are you? Well, to and judge? We, never, we never will be like, we will never measure up. Like I'm thinking of all these things, like I've heard my pastor say over the last two years, because I've been going to church for like, like steadily for two years now, but you know, like we'll never, we will never measure up to like Jesus, you know, like he is like the most perfect thing ever. We will never measure up to that. So it's so like hypocritical for someone else to even judge you on anything because they're the same like god made us all in his image so we're all the same pretty much like if you think about it like if we were all made in his image then we're all and i know know, christians get like i'm just gonna be like real 100 (laughs) christians get that like that like bad bad what is it like bad rep or bad stigma or whatever because yeah christians can be judged (laughs) um like i oh my gosh i've learned it first i was gonna say front hand well front hand and the back hand (laughs) (laughs) i've learned it like firsthand like i have been majorly judged and like sometimes like i have like jesus says like come to me right like come to me little children like and talk to him right like you don't like Oh, it's not like a formal, like I'm addressing the president, right? Like, oh, Mr. Like, it's oh, just like your friend, your father. Yeah. So I'm like, sometimes I have like these one on ones with Jesus, and I'm like, Lord, <laughs> fix it, Jesus, because like I, like, Lord knows I've got a temper, and Lord knows I am not yeah. like, I, I will be out of the faith <laughs> if these people push me. So some, like, I've, I've witnessed it for Shannon. I know that Christians have that bad rap, but. Um, and I mean, not just Christians, I guess, like a lot of religions have that bad rep, like, um, yeah, Jehovah's Witnesses are really great at that, too. (laughs) And now if you believe a different religion, like I am not like coming at you or anything. I'm just saying like what I've personally experienced, just me, you know, so if you believe like if you're Catholic or you're whatever you are, good for you. (laughs) Good for you. This is just so like going into like having kids and stuff excuse me um like what is your standpoint on teaching your kids um like I don't I don't I don't know I don't shove I don't I don't know how to say that bad like I don't want it to sound bad like my parents didn't shove Jesus down my throat you know but yeah I don't I don't shove I don't know I'm not like sit here and read this bible for six hours you know what i'm saying I'm right like, i think the best way to probably describe it because i think we're both like on the same page is like i'm not super hands-on but i'm not completely hands-off like like today we sat down like my kids don't know they know as much as i know how to teach them i guess yeah. is probably the best way they probably and probably the same for your kids it's like you know we're learning how to teach them too so um they know like what they learn at um Sunday church. school and stuff yeah at church but um also in the same sense like I don't know a lot to teach my kids and I have a really hard time like reading and like, with in comprehension so even though I want to just read like a, a regular book I will start to read it and I'll be reading it but like my mind isn't registering what's what I'm reading so you try to throw in the like the bible it's <laughs> super hard for me so I have to like go through all these different 
you know, translations till I find the one that can stick. And then I honestly need like an audible. If anybody knows that there's like audible for the Bible, hook your girl up because I need it. But um, I'll just record myself. I'll read it to you. <laughs> okay, thank you. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I think like I think we can both agree that we kind of like are active. Like they listen to praise music. They know like I will I won't sit them down and lecture them. But like all weekend we talked about how the Easter Bunny was coming, but I also would be like, but do you know, like, really why we have Easter? And explain to them, like, you know, Jesus died on the cross, he rose for our sins. Yeah, and that's then- like a good, that's like, yeah. so we, I actively teach my child about Jesus. My daughter knows, right. my kids know, like, we say grace, we, um, you know, we say our prayers, we attend church regu- regularly, I can't even say that word, um, <laughs> I don't know, I can't talk ever, um, but I also, like, I want her to want him, you Same. know? Like, yeah. I don't want her to be like, oh, I don't want that. I don't want to do that. I don't want that. And my daughter, well, you know my daughter. Natalie, she loves church. She, dad, are we going to go to church? And if I'm, like, sick or the boys are sick or something like that, then she'll go, she'll be like, dad, let's go to church. Like, they'll go together, you know? And that's something that yeah. I want for her. I want her to, I want her to want it. And so when we listen to, like, you know, jesus music then she'll sing along and like that like warms my heart and i'm like mine too i, I love might it. not know everything and i might not be the best you know like leader or teacher or you know example and everything but i am freaking doing something right like my baby knows you know and so yeah we took time out of today um not today easter and um we were like we had our baskets, you know, from the Easter Bunny. We did an egg hunt and all of that. Like, I was preparing lunch. And I, like, sat her down and Jameson down. And Bennett is not old enough, obviously. But yeah. I sat them down and I found, like, I watched probably, like, four to five videos on YouTube to find something that wasn't. Because, I mean, the story of, like, Easter is not, like, terrifying. Yeah. But it's kind of, yeah. like, it's crazy, right? Like, yeah. I mean, he was yeah. crucified and he had the crown of thorns. And, like, I just don't want to, like scare her but I want her to know like he suffered and he died for our sins you know like telling a lie to mommy like Jesus died for that and he you know to like so you can go to heaven one day and so I sat down and we watched it was like what I oh I sent it to you it was like what three minutes like something it was like four actually it was like four like five seconds short of five minutes yeah it it was was, because we sat out well they had like the beginning right where they told like oh brush your teeth like candy bars or something like that anyway yeah um yeah but it was animated it was like it wasn't scary at all and it kind of like broke it down like it did show like you know like jesus you know he was he died and then three days later like he rose and i told natalie like yeah like the easter bunny is great and he comes and visits and whatever but like this is why we celebrate easter is because you know Jesus rose from the tomb like it's empty and he loves you and so I think that's something I just I'm very like I said with my relationship with God I'm just like it's between me and God and I want that for her you know like I want her to build her relationship and all of them so the hard thing for my kids is like so when we started church Kyler was how old was she three I think. And so she obviously went to like the preschool room and she loved it because she got to color and they did um, what are like crafts and they played games and whatnot and sang songs. And <clears throat> when she turned five, she moved into the actual like Sunday school room. <laughs> and 
she she loves to go to church, but Kyler's very intimidated by older kids. So they have kids in there all the way up to sixth grade. And she's she has like a little bit of sensory. So if it gets too loud or, you know, too like rambunctious around her, she recluses. She doesn't like she does not like that. So obviously when they start doing praise music and everybody's dancing around her, she's super shy and she doesn't like that. And so it's just a lot that goes into it. So she kind of is like if she's in there with a friend, she's excited and happy to go. But if not, she'd rather go into church with me. And I'm like, I really want you to go in here and learn about, you know, Jesus on your level. But at the same time, I feel like, okay, if I force you in here, you're not going to, you're never yeah. going to want to come to church. So, you know, it's, it's kind of, sometimes it's a battle with her because she wants to go back into the, the, the younger kid room with her sister. So, I mean, sometimes that's a battle, but like, she loves listening to praise music when we're at home or if we're in the car, she's like, mom, I want to listen to church and you know, she'll listen to it, but she's just a super, super shy little girl, very much like I was when I was little. So it's kind of a struggle with her. So we do a lot of stuff at home. Like, you know, we'll, we'll talk about certain things and this morning, like we did or not this morning, but yesterday morning, uh, the days are like literally running together. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even I, know like <laughs> I know where I we're like, at. Today, and I was like, wait, what is today? Like, I don't even know. I oh, swear, gosh. I told Mark like four times last week to put the trash out because I was thinking it was Thursday, and he's like, it's Tuesday, and I was like, well, it's a T, <laughs> so I'm <was Yeah>. close. <laughs> but so when we did like communion and whatnot, um, I was like, how am I gonna read this prayer to them and them not? you know, be like, what, what, what in the world? His body is bread and blood is wine. Like what? I'm not even supposed to drink wine. So <laughs> I was like, you know, breaking it down to him like, this is grape juice, but it symbolizes Jesus's blood that we're going to take him. in. when we eat this, we are taking the, the, the body of Christ into us. We're saying that we believe and that, you know, we are, you know, we're thankful for, for um, his sacrifice and whatnot. And so, Eventually, they they were like, oh, okay, and we all did communion together in our kitchen, and I thought that was really sweet, like, all six of us, because we've never done it together. It usually is just Dwight and I in the sanctuary doing communion together, and so I guess that was, like, a really fun first for me in my walk with Jesus, because I've never, you know, I've never experienced that before, so it was fun. That's, like, one of the hardest parts for me is, like, because it's, like, I I don't know, like, I don't want to say overwhelming, but the Bible is a lot. Like you have to, you know, it's uh, a lot. Yeah. And I don't yeah. want to say overwhelming because you can read like as much as you need to read, you know, like you don't have to sit down yeah. and read the whole book, but it's just, I don't think it's wrong to say overwhelming because I, I think that it is, but not in a bad way, but you can be overwhelmed with joy. You can be overwhelmed with happy. You know what I mean? So yeah, overwhelming doesn't always have to be, like, but it is a lot to take. In. Yeah. Like to understand, like to break it down yeah. and like understand it all. So the hard part for me is like, So I really love devotionals because like, it's easy for me to, okay, we're going to read this passage. This is what like this passage is about, you know, like this is kind of what like our topic is today. You know what I'm saying? So it kind of like, I don't want to say breaks it down for me, but like it kind of gives me like a starting place and kind of like an understanding of like what I'm learning. Um, Yeah. And you get like that little, like one verse or a couple verses a day is like yeah just instead of kind of like enough. okay where do I want to like I love psalms I love psalms and um I don't know because they're the songs of David right like they're happy times well most of them are <laughs> um so I love psalms especially because they're like smaller and I can just like really sit down and like focus and like read one and kind of like 
what can I learn from this passage? Yeah, um, reflect on it. And so I like Psalms or devotionals, but like that's one hard thing for me is like, okay, when I sit down to read, and so I have like one of those little kids' Bibles too. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, when I sit down to read this, like I need to be able to break it down for her. <laughs> so yeah, you know, yeah. like that's kind of why I like the kids' Bibles because I can be like, oh, look, we're going to read this, or mommy's going to read this, and then you're going to read this, and this is, or I'm going to help you read this, and we're going to kind of learn together, you know, or she'll right, yeah. sit there and like flip through my devotional or through my Bible or and like pick up here a word here and there. And so that's like the hardest thing for me is like, she knows who Jesus is, but like I want to share her with her, like, you know, like all of the like what he did. Yeah. And like yeah. even some of the great ones, you know. And so like today in that little thing, it was like, oh, you know, Jesus raised people from the dead. And she kind of looked at me like, <laughs> and I was like, it's okay. Back then. Like, what do I raise somebody now, please? <laughs> we can't raise them. Only Jesus yeah, can. Like, Don't get it. That was the way back really. when. Like, we're not, we're not, nothing. Nobody's <laughs> popping out now. I promise. <laughs> but trust me, if we could raise people from the dead, my dog would be back here. Like, I, <laughs> he would have never left i'd be like jesus send him back jesus i'm telling you me and jesus have some real talks i'm like lord let me tell you like the i would say like the thing that really solidified my faith was i don't know i just feel like i've always been called like i just felt it in my heart just to follow him but i've gone through a lot of traumatic things as a child so that kind of helped but one after i got married in november of 2012 well I got married in March but it was November 2012 when this happened we had just moved to El Paso and I'm talking like I was just got done unboxing my bathroom and um I went and laid down on the couch and when I tell you that everything in my head went silent like everything and usually you I mean I'm I'm a person who has a monologue. I don't know if everybody saw those, that trending post a while ago about like, if anybody has an internal monologue, I have one. (laughs) So um, I was laying on the couch and my mind, it was just completely silent. And then I just, like a voice just came in. It was like, go take a pregnancy test. It was like super clear. Everything else was quiet. And then it was almost like, if you mute your TV, that was said, you unmute your TV, the sound was back on. And I was like, that was really weird, but I better listen. I need to go do this. And so I went in my bathroom and there was like, I just moved across the country and there was a pregnancy test in, in there. And mind you, Dwight and I were not trying to have a baby and my period had been like really weird. So I was not, it was just, was not on the radar at all. Well, I go and I take the pregnancy test and I'm thinking to myself, like, this is silly. Like, why are you doing this? It's going to be negative. Like, why do you even have a pregnancy test? You know? All these, like, thoughts. So I take it. I wait, like, the time. I look at it, expecting a negative, and it was positive. And I was just like, like, what? Like, what? What? Excuse me? What is going on here? And so, you know, I tell Dwight everything. We're we're super excited. We tell our family. We went home for Thanksgiving, and um, I had a miscarriage when I came. Like, the day we came back, I had a miscarriage. And I remember being so, like, angry, like, Cause at that point I was like, if God told me to go take this pregnancy test and he wanted me to know that I was pregnant, like, why, like, why am I miscarrying this baby right now? You know, like I had so much anger in my heart about it. And one night I just laid up and I just prayed like, God, first of all, please take this pain away because it's unbearable. I'm sure if anybody has ever suffered a miscarriage, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, 
And so then, and then my second thing was like, why? Like, why did you, why did you tell me? Like, cause I could have easily with my period so messed up. I could have easily just like, you know, not taken it and then got my period and not, never known, you know? Yeah. And selfishly, I wanted to be like, why, like, why did I have to know? Like, why did you have to put me through this hurt, this pain and everything? And it took me a little while to like see and to get his answer after like a lot of prayer. But it finally came to me that like, I was honestly like, I had to convince myself, like, I can't, I probably won't be able to get pregnant. Like, and I honestly felt like unworthy because of things in my past. So I was like, you know, Jesus isn't going to grant me babies because of the things I've done before and, and whatnot. And it finally like, kind of like hit me, like, his answer was to me and how I interpreted was that, you know, he told me that I was pregnant because he wanted me to know like, Hey, like you can be pregnant and you will be pregnant, but it will be on my time. Look, I'm showing you, your body can do this. Your body will do this. But right now is not the time. And sure enough, like a year later, I got pregnant with Kyler on the due date that baby was supposed to be born. And so she was like, my little, well, it makes me emotional, but she was my little rainbow baby born, you know, when she was supposed to be born. And now I have four fucking kids that drive me crazy. <laughs> so, I mean. Well, that, that multiplied past. <laughs> it, it, it escalated quickly, Jesus. All right. I wanted one. Not oh, well, he blessed you. All right. He sneezed. It was like. <laughs> <laughs> He was like on the on the on the TikTok where he's like pouring the when Jesus was making me. He's like when Jesus is making Cody pregnant, he must have like dozed up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> like oh, I'm sorry. 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 I've had a no, lot yeah, of those. So. Like I don't know. Like I have like those. I feel like you have those run-ins with faith, right? Like you're like, oh, yeah. I like I believe and da da da, and then you go through like trials and tribulations and I'm just like oh my goodness like Jesus like please like can we catch a break for something or you know or not even like I mean my health wise you know after Bennett was born oh my goodness like my health just dived down deep (laughs) and I was like Lord like if you want me to die like can you please take away all this pain and just take me now (laughs) like oh please please and then like you know you come through the other end and you're like oh like maybe this is why I was like you know like Jesus is using this like as an example for me or like to teach me something or to you know teach others yeah if this didn't happen to me then I couldn't relate to this lady right here who really needs a friend and like somebody to relate to her and I like 100% like know what you're going through or what you feel or you know things like that and so I know that sometimes it's hard to have like like faith over fear but especially like during this quarantine like yeah, I yeah think, like right now <laughs> yeah I think <laughs> me and Jesus got real close because <laughs> no, I'm not even kidding like I was very like when they started talking about immune compromised and asthma and stuff like I'm not gonna like I mean you and I both know like we went to a, a place where it was like straight up fear like there was I'm, I'll be real for like a second like for a day or two I I knew Jesus was like trying to reel me back in like you're gonna be okay you're gonna be okay but you know satan and that fear was just pulling back at me like no you're not you're gonna get the coronavirus and you're gonna die and your kids you know what i mean hard when it's like all you ever see so when mark was gone and like i know you you we talked about it too but like um 
when Mark was gone, Mark was gone February and it was like kind of Corona time. Not really. Right. Then the end of February came and like March, it like went from zero to 10, like so fast. Yeah. And so it was very overwhelming for me. And like, I already struggle with anxiety. And so when Mark was gone and I'm like, okay, like, you know, the government's like putting all these like, you know, preventative measures and don't touch this and don't go out and try not to do this and do this and this. And I'm like, and I'm home alone with three kids. Like fear was just like swallowing me up. And I kid you not, like every single day I would like calm downstairs. Like we would, I would put music, like all my music all day, every day on my TV and like Pandora, you know, just play on repeat. Like and I, I wouldn't, we wouldn't watch TV. We would like sit down and focus. And I was like, I have to connect to Jesus because the anxiety and the fear and is, you know, like the worry is just going to like swallow me. Like I'm going to go into depression. Like I'm going, yeah. I'm going south real fast. And I could feel myself like going, but I could feel like him reassuring me, you know, like faith yeah, over fear. Pulling yeah, you like back. faith over fear, like faith over fear. Like I got you, I got you. And then. <laughs> I'm hypochondriac so I have like allergies and I'm like I got a sweet throat how did I get the corona like I haven't left my house <laughs> and so like it was March was very hard for me and then thankfully like Mark came back April and so I could like feel like that like I don't know if it was just kind of like a test like look you made it like you made it yeah this. you can, you can. This, like yeah. it's okay like yes like there's sickness and there's you know but there's sickness every day of our lives. Like I battle health issues every day of my life. Like anything can take you in any moment. And I, that's scary and like sad, I guess to say, but like faith over fear, like he's got you and you're not going to go, like you're going to go on his time, you know, like it's going to. Yeah. Like, yeah. I like what you just said, like really resonated with me because like, you don't think about it, but you could walk out your door and go get in your car and get hit by a bus and, as tragic as that would be, it would be God's timing. Like he, he has it planned. Like you're going to go when he says you go. So if, you know, it's so sad that thousands of people have died from the coronavirus, but you have to think about it. Like, you know, obviously like that was in his plan. Like I'm a true believer that there is a plan. Like Jesus up there has like a a calendar and a plan. Like, okay, on this day, this year, (laughs) this is going to happen. You know what I mean? Like it it has to be, that's just kind of, that's just, maybe that's my night night. I'm not even going to try to say that word. Y'all know that we don't do big words, okay? Me being naive. But I just feel like the media, I will say, I'm not going to get into this much, has has juiced this up a little bit. It is scary. But also, like Felicia was saying, like I, I have my, my faith over my fear. And I'm still, like, I still get scared. But I know, like, when I get scared, I just, like, pray. And I ask God, like, one, please bring me back down you know, yeah. calm my nerves and to like, what helps me a lot is staying because I'm a person that's like practical. So I obviously know that I can't get the coronavirus. I know that like saying a prayer to Jesus is not going to like save me from the coronavirus. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's science that goes into that. Like if you go into the store and somebody's sick and they touch you, you're going to get the coronavirus, yeah. right? Jesus can't just take that away. But what I ask him is that, you know, when I pray that I'm asking like, God, if I do get the coronavirus, I know you're going to be there fighting with me. I know that I'm going to be healed because you're the, the most miracle heal- healer ever. Like, so 
I think is important. Sometimes people have like they rely on Jesus on being like a bodyguard. Like, oh, I believe in Jesus, so nothing bad's ever gonna never is never gonna happen to me. But that's not how that happens. Yeah. And that was actually one thing that kind of brought me back into my faith is when I started church at the church I go to, the preacher was preaching this series on, you know, um, what do you call it? The, uh, the Bible tells me so Jesus or something like that. And it's all these things that people expect Jesus to be that he's not like we expect Jesus to be our bodyguard. Oh, nothing bad will ever happen to me because I believe in Jesus. And we expect Jesus to be, you know, um, like all, I'll have to look it up because there is a really good series and I'll post it on our Instagram, but it was all these different things that we expect God to be. And, it's just at the end of the day, that's not what he is. You know, he, he's not going to not let bad things happen to you because sometimes Jesus brings those bad times to you to pull you, you know, up higher and to teach you a lesson. Like he's never going to shield you from everything bad. Well, like that's there like one things. thing that you have to like, he puts you through trials and tribulations to like bring you closer and be like, make you right. stronger. Right. Like right. I was actually talking to it kind of like um, to my sister, like, it's it's so much faith over fear and it's so easy to freaking say but it's so hard and like it yeah. shouldn't be as hard as it is and it's just because we're human but I was talking to my sister about Peter walking on the water and I was like he's looking at Jesus like I don't know I mean you're practical I, I know you so I don't know but um like I try to put myself in those like in the situation you know and I'm like right. he's looking at Jesus and like he's walking on freaking water like he's looking below him right and like he's Mm -hmm. walking on water and he's having faith over fear right like he's believing in jesus and then he looks down and he starts to sink because he like takes his eyes he's not focused yeah like he takes his eyes off god and he's like right like he's human so he like starts to have fear and he starts to sink and god's like you know in none less words but god's like look at me like i got you like you're walking on freaking water and so I was talking to my sister about it and I was like like it's that easy to have faith over fear but it's also that hard like if he was looking at Jesus and walking on water like it's freaking hard to have some faith over fear. yeah yeah even like not even corona aside say like you have a four hundred dollar power power bill it's so hard to be like okay Jesus we're gonna be okay I have a hundred dollars in my account I need groceries and I need power what do I do and Jesus says, like, just keep your eyes on me. I'll make it okay. But you're like, in that sense, like, you're like, if I look down at the power bill, I think <laughs> I'm not looking at Jesus anymore. But if I look at you, Jesus, like, how do I know this is going to get paid? It's it's very hard, like you're saying, to put that faith over fear because we have such humanistic problems and we have such a, like, a, a miracle worker solution. And it's really it's really hard, especially for new believers to be like, okay, I trust you because I, so many times I'm like, uh, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, I know that I know I love you and I know like you got my back, but do you really have my back? Cause like, I mean, I know you turn, you know, water into wine, but I'm going to need, I need that $400 in my account. Jesus, what are we going to do? You know what I mean? Right. And so one thing I always think of, like I said, like I like Psalms and in Psalms 46, it says that like, be still and know that I am God. Like, right. just take a second. Like, you know, like I have anxiety, so I gotta take a lot of rest. I'm like, <laughs> hold on, Jesus, I'm getting there. <laughs> like, what? I'm gonna be still. But it's it's just hard. It's hard to have faith over fear. And 
but it's like something we need to do and it's freaking the media feeds you fear like crazy and I'm not gonna like you know oh it's gonna scare tactics like yeah I know the corona is real and I know like all the risk and all the precautions that you need to take but also they're not you know pouring out there like look how many cases have been healed like all of these things you know so I don't know it's just it's hard it's hard (laughs) yeah it is but we just thought it'd be fun to like kind of tell you guys you know a bit about us and like our relationship with God because you know we do obviously express it and we usually like channel it a lot on Sundays because obviously you know we're not doing much coffee work but we want to share with you guys and be authentic and we felt like we felt like it wouldn't be authentic if we didn't share this part of our lives with you because we always said from the beginning like this is one thing that we will we will not shut out there's a lot of people who won't talk about their faith because they don't want to offend others there's a lot of people we we might offend right now (laughs) Yeah, and we don't want to offend you, but I mean, at the same time, we want to stay authentic and true to our quote unquote brand. So, I mean, this is what it is. Like we we follow the Lord and if you don't, that's okay. Like we just talked about for like a good solid yeah, 20 like, minutes. Yeah, no like no judgment here. We're not ones to judge. Yeah. Um, but we just thought it'd be fun to share with you guys what our our relationship is like with Christ. So yeah. So we hope y'all had the most fantastic hopping Easter. (laughs) I had to to do it. We serve a risen savior, guys. We hope you have a blessed week going into freaking week five quarantine. (laughs) Here we go. We got this, y'all. It's spring break if you're DODA schools in North Carolina. I was telling, who did I tell? Amber? I don't know. I told somebody and they were like, how do you think you're there? And I was like, yo, I made it to spring break. <laughs> <I'm just> like, <laughs> we got this. this. Like the biggest accomplishment of my life. Like I made it to spring. Well, that was our confession for this week. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on social media to catch the latest. Hashtag spill the coffee. On the next episode of Coffee Confections. A Drunken Lullaby.